All right. Titties on your back. Haters suck sack. The fuck? I don't know. It just came to my head. Have you spent any time in the studio working on that song, developing your mixtape? You know, actually, it's funny you say that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I am Martha Stewart. And I am Big Worm. And this is The Read. Yes, another episode of us. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> Why are you Martha Stewart this week? Do I want to know? I don't really know. You know, I changed my mind. I'm Countess Vaughn. Okay. Are we going to talk about that? Because I, I noticed it. We have to leave her alone. Like, I really, I'm going to watch the show. I'm going to see how I feel about her. I feel like I'm going to like her. I'm not going to make fun of Countess Vaughn's weight too much. Maybe, hopefully not at all. I'm going to try really hard not to because that's not nice. And, you know, she was always, you know. Has she gained weight or something? I don't really know. She's much bigger than she was, you know, after the Parkers and uh, Celebrity Fit Camp or whatever that shit was called. I just know about that wretched hair situation she has going on. Another, you know, it's just some shit that she couldn't, you know, sometimes life doesn't give you lemons, it gives you like liver. And it's unfortunate and there's not much that you can do. You know, and I love Countess Vaughn. She was always my favorite on Moesha. I thought Moesha was, you know, nosy and not a very good friend most times. I also enjoyed her on The Parkers, not as much as Monique. And you know what? I'm hoping to enjoy her again. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I feel like she brought a lot of this whole hair situation on herself, though. So, you know, Aretha Franklin also covered... No, 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 because she was gluing these lace fronts and leaving them on for weeks and weeks at a time. Well... And so your edges just disintegrate at that point because they don't know what else to do. Like, your hair is organic. It's real. <laughs> it's, like, made of, of proteins and things. Like, it's it's natural. God gave it to you. It's a thing. And then you put this glue... Aretha Franklin also... So are we not gonna... Because you can't glue a net onto the onto your head for weeks at last no she didn't i mean mm, and then be puzzled that your edges just disintegrate and your scalp is developing sores and bleeding i'm just i'm so puzzled by that i hope she talking square biz what are you doing i'm talking square biz to you i I just wanted anything but this lace front bashing to happen because I just I love Countess Vaughn. What does that have to do with the fact that she did this to herself, though? Like it makes me sad. Okay, all right. Well, I just certainly do not want you to be depressed. Do you have a black excellence this week? This week's black excellence is Thessalonica Azru Embry, fourteen-year-old girl who has graduated from college. Work. With a 3.9 GPA. Thank you to everyone who has sent in these amazing black excellence stories. Um, you can actually go to news1.com. Uh, I'll probably tweet the link so you can read more about her. But she's an adorable little girl, and she graduated with her bachelor's degree. I think she was a month away from graduating with her bachelor's degree in psychology from Chicago State. Wow. So... Congratulations, you smart, bright, beautiful black girl. I also want to do a uh, black excellence that someone submit because it's really sweet. Okay. Um, it's from, I want to say, Taja. 
Sumter. Um, it says, I'd like to nominate an incredible black woman to be recognized for black excellence, Miss Alexis Mutu, whom I've had the honor of getting to know this past year. Alexis and I both work for the University of South Florida in Tampa. Shout out to Florida, you know, when you're nice. And in working with her, I've been nothing less than inspired by her and her story. Alexis has been a single mother for 18 years, during which time she rose to the ranks of her higher education at USF as a black woman entirely by her own tenaciousness. Okay. Tenacity? Yeah, I mean, I probably would have gone with tenacity, but okay. no, that's fine. That might be, I'm not sure. Uh, tenaciousness might be a word. to become the fiscal manager. Alexis made the decision back in 2008 to complete her education, and in just the six short years since then, she's powered through as a full-time employee and student to complete her undergraduate. So. Congratulations. She also. Oh, we're not Alexis done. is also extremely supportive of other women of color. Pursuing their careers, and thanks to her advocacy, she helped me as a young woman of color to get a well-deserved promotion and raise that I otherwise would not have been afforded, both in her personal achievements and her uplifting of others. Alexis models black excellence every goddamn day. She said goddamn, not me. (laughs) And I just like her to get the recognition that she deserves. So shout out to Alexis Mutu for working full-time, being a single mom. And then also motivating other people to do well and stand up for themselves and get what they deserve. Fantastic. And being a dope professor. I love that. That is just fantastic. Yes. Go, Alexis. So this week on The Read, we have a little something special. We're calling it the Bizarro episode because instead of our normal shtick where I pick out all of the pop culture bullshit and Crystal reads your stories from home, we've decided... To do a little switch, for those of you who don't know, Bizarro is a character on Superman that's like the... I, I don't know, girl. Google it. Anyway. Okay. I just know it as a as a, as a a comic strip, so I had no idea it was a thing on Batman. Superman. Superman. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, whatever it means. Alrighty. We're switching it up this week. So, hot <laughs> topics. What do you got? I don't... So, listen... <clears throat> I didn't realize how challenging your job is until I actually had to do it. You're welcome. Sifting through the amount of celebrity bullshit that comes out every week is not fun. It isn't. Nor an easy task. But I think I've got it done. And I just want to start off this week with Dear Sweet Raven Simone. Mm. So many of you hit us up about Raven and... So many. I just... So let's talk about it. Raven Simone appeared on OWNS, Where Are They Now?, which is a great show where Oprah sits down with um, celebrities who haven't been seen in a minute to talk to them about where their lives have gone and whether they've flopped and how they feel about it, all these different aspects of their lives. And Raven decided to talk about her gayness and her blackness and her African-Americanness about how, and how none of you should call her any of those things even though she is those things and don't stress out about it. So anyway, um, Raven decided to open up to Oprah about the tweet she made last year. Do you remember this? After they legalized gay marriage. Yes. And she said something like, um, oh, I can get married now. Yay, government or some shit. Right. And so Oprah asked if she wanted to be labeled gay. And she said no. She wanted to be labeled a human who loves humans. And she's tired of being an Amer- of being labeled. She's an American. And she's not African-American. She's just American. 
And this is the point where Oprah was like, yeah, Oprah, Oprah had a like an incredible response. She was like, but Oprah just wanted to say, bitch, what? Like you could see in her face and her face. Oprah's face was just like, but can you not right now? And then she said, Twitter is going to light your ass yeah, up. Like, she said, you know, you're going to get flack for this. And and Raven goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and Oprah said, I want you to clarify that. Like, yeah. The thing about Oprah is even if she says or does something that maybe you don't agree with in this particular situation, you can't look at this and say Oprah set her up (laughs) at all because she gave Raven multiple chances to go back and clarify what the fuck she meant. And so Raven decided, you know, I'm in this lane and I've already stepped my foot in and I'm just going to go full force into the bullshit and said, I don't know where my roots go. I don't know how far back and I don't know what country in Africa. I do know my roots are in Louisiana. I'm an American and that's a coolest person she also mentioned her dark skin and her nice interesting grade of hair and oprah is just sitting back the entire while like i can see the memes on tumblr right now sis and this is absolutely not going to end well for you well did you have an opinion about what raven said did you feel like she stepped out of line or she was just being completely ridiculous or what here's the thing and I feel like we have slightly touched on this topic on the show before, but I'm not 100% sure. Now, the thing with people who say, like, I don't want to be labeled as such and such, that talk is tired, especially when it comes to sexuality. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. And now, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I just like what I like and I don't feel like I should be labeled a certain sexuality, which I understand. And I'm going to let you live this reunion. You understand? Like, I get it because sexuality is unfortunately, I think a lot of people feel like sexuality is black and white and it's not. It's actually a huge gray. I like to say magenta because magenta is a fun color um, and also gay. But to me, if you are if you are attracted to the same gender and that gender specifically and only Mm -hmm. you're gay, like you're homosexual. That's what it is. It's just like, yeah, if you are black, you're black you You know what i mean now you may not want people to be like oh that's that gay girl from such and such i get that because i didn't want people to say oh he's the gay kid from youtube because that doesn't really mean much anything to me Mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm very comfortable with who i am and being gay or identifying as gay is just who you are. It's a part of who you are. It's the same way you could be tall. It's the same way you could be short. It's just the same way you could be, you know, not need, whatever. Bitch, you just are who you are. Right. So I feel like that is one thing. Now, in terms of African-American, <laughs> here's the thing. I kind of see what she means, if this is what she means. I don't. I won't say that I don't identify as African-American. I'll say that I don't really care for the term. Mm -hmm. And I don't care for the term because if you get down to it, civilization started in Africa. So wouldn't every American be African-American? Right. Aren't all of us African something? And it's only like I feel like African-American is a term that's just used specifically for blacks. Like you never hear a white person say, oh, well, I'm Russian-American or I'm Dutch-American. You know, you never hear that unless mm-hmm. they really just came over there and maybe or maybe you're like a first, like first generation, generation American your parents right. immigrated here from those places like you'll there are plenty of white people who know you know 
where their ancestors mm-hmm. came from, wherever the fuck in Europe, and they just say, I'm an American. Yeah, they or do. Or they say that I'm white. But it's like, there are plenty of black people who identify as African American and they call themselves that because Africa, you right. know, and our people were brought here from Africa and other places around the country. But I don't know. I've never been to Africa before. I don't know, like she said, what country there's plenty of african americans who don't even know that africa is not a country right like, there's just, like, there are a mean? whole lot of people so i feel like with me i was born in america my parents were born in jamaica my parents always called me jamaican american or they would just call me american mm-hmm. they never called me african-american and in fact they never called african-american people that they would refer to people they would refer to black people in this country who were born and raised and grew up here as black americans mm-hmm. which to me just makes more sense because all of us are African-Americans. Right. Like, I understand why you may not identify with that. Because if you've never been to Africa, if you don't know anything about Africa, and the only reason that people are calling you that is because that's where our ancestors come from, it's. I feel like that's not enough. I feel like it's just like... I feel like it's really white people's way of just saying black in a non-harsh way. <laughs> you know, right. Like, not Every time you nigga. hear it, it's because they, I feel like white people are sometimes scared to say black and they feel like African-American is just very safe. Right. And so it's automatically the word they use for all black people. It doesn't matter they what don't country be like, you oh, in. Well, because you know, black people, like it, it, yeah. to them, it almost sounds. I think they feel like they're being polite by saying African-American, but then they apply it to every single black person, period. Right. But no if, matter where they live. But if you're a black person that came to this country from Germany or Russia or wherever and that's what you know right should somebody call you African-American I mean technically you'd be African-American but <laughs> right exactly so when I sat here and watched Raven on Oprah I really didn't care when she said that she didn't want to label herself as gay or as African-American because even though I feel like people who say oh I don't like labels they really only do that shit when the label is something that reflects minority status which is something I mentioned on Twitter nobody ever says oh I'm worth 50 million dollars but don't label me as rich or yeah I was born in Louisiana or Georgia or California but don't label me as an American it's always don't label me as gay or bi or a lesbian don't label me me as african-american or whatever the fuck else because you don't want to be typecast you don't want to be stuck into this hole where you have to play the gay black girl or whatever the fuck else i get it i get that sis i may not necessarily agree with you but i understand where you're coming from so i really didn't give a fuck about none of that until she said i'm an american and that's a colorless person because that is the dumbest fucking thing i have ever heard a grown intelligent person say americans are not colorless you don't have to be from America like all you need is access to my good friend Mr. Google to see (laughs) that America is not made up of colorless people like this country is full of people of all different colors all different races all different ethnicities like for her to say I'm an American and that's a colorless person just seems stupid as fuck to me like I feel ignorant at putting it kindly because that was just dumb I feel like and and this is why I said I don't just I disagree with the gay thing and I feel that same way that's my reason for mm-hmm. it and i also but i the african american part for me was a little bit more difficult because again i have my feelings for it but i don't know if they're the same as ravens and i feel like a lot of people who say well i don't see color or don't label me anything it it is because they don't want to be you know labeled or typecast as one thing or 
or and or because they don't really have like they don't want to be a part of the fight. They don't want to be a part of the argument. They don't want to stand up for something or they may not know how to stand mm-hmm. up for something. So they just going to sit the fuck down and leave me out of it altogether. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know what Raven's deal was with all of that starburst hair, but I am a fan. I enjoy her. And girl, I mean, but don't sit up here and say that you don't want to be labeled and then call yourself an American 50 damn times and then bring up your darker skin tone. Look at Raven Simone. Mm. Dark compared to who? White people. It ain't a (laughs) single other race that looks at Raven's skin tone and says that is a dark ass person. Like you are dark only in comparison to white people. And this comment about nice, interesting, greater hair. That's when I was like, okay, because she mentioned her roots in Louisiana. I, too, have roots in Louisiana. And I know very much how that whole light skin, dark skin good hair bad hair shit can go down especially in a place where people are all mixed up with white and all different kinds of shit the french creole and all this i get it but girl that was just ignorant so i feel like had she just left that whole part out i wouldn't have had a problem with it because i don't call myself african-american either and that's because of you and that whole conversation we had about your parents and black american and how you felt like it just made more sense or applied more to people who don't necessarily have a tangible connection to whatever country in Africa they come from. Like, it's just, I feel like it just makes more sense for me personally as somebody who has always been in America and I'm just so firmly American, like to a fault. I'm not bragging about that because I know Americans can be shitheads, but (laughs) that is still what I am. And black is what I am. Like, I'm not going to say, Oh, I'm just an American. I am an American. That is my nationality, but I am black. Like, and I'm black no matter where I go. I've always said that I really, really want to go to Africa before the Lord calls me. Hopefully I make it. Yes, I would love um, to go. Because I just, besides, you know, skin color and ancestry and all of that stuff, it's the beginning of civilization. Like, why would you not want to go to the mother? Right. Why would you not want to go to where, like, all this shit started? But I that just- doesn't mean that you need to call me African-American just because you're afraid to call me black. <laughs> like, girl, and she came up. back and was like, I never said I wasn't black. That's true. You never said I'm not black. But you expressed the sentiment of not having a color, which to me is damn near the same thing. You don't have to use the words I'm not black to say that you aren't black. Like you said, I'm an American and that's a colorless person. So what the fuck else does that mean? How are you colorless and also black? It just didn't make any sense to me. So, but moving on, unless you have something else to say about that fantastic story. Mm, Oprah should have just been like cut. She tried. Oprah said... She was like, stop the She actually the made tape. it worse after Oprah was like, do you want to, are you, do Most you people would take else? that time to be like, so what I meant was I love everybody and I'm very proud of my heritage and I just, I want to embrace all the different sides of me and I love everything. Like she could have spun that into a way more positive story but she just decided to go further and further down the lane of fuck you niggas i'm gonna say whatever i want to (laughs) and that's where she fucked up with that joseph and the technical dream code hair which i love like i'm not even hating on her i think it's gorgeous but ma'am i love it sir anyway i love you raven i do girl i don't have nothing against raven i just felt like she should have thought twice before she made that particular and hell paula dean ain't got no damn color in her and she's over here mentoring young black kids or whatever so i mean there are way worse people in this world don't take this as like me hating her or some shit but she said something that she could have reworded like it was just words mean yes Exactly. Always find a way to say it again. Words mean things, and so do uh, laws. 
evidently <laughs> Tyga, if you know who that is, I don't. Yes. He is close to potentially confirming, maybe, so you should take all this with a grain of salt, that he is dating his baby mama's best friend's little sister. That's a quote from Nicole Bitchy. Okay, hold on. Kylie what? Jenner. So apparently Tyga has a baby mama named Black China who has a very yes, large yes, yes. false ass. Um post i mean not post she's a, a king of diamonds alone yes right exactly yes. and so uh black china is very good friends with kim kardashian kylie yes. jenner of course is kim's half sister and tyga and kylie have been seen in their air Where, Force discovery ones. zone isn't kylie jenner like seven that's the problem here tyga is evidently 25 years old kylie just turned 17 back in august so in California, the statutory rape laws say that it is illegal to engage in sexual intercourse with anyone under the age of 18. That includes a Jenner Kardashian. It really doesn't matter. And so people are just kind of looking at this like, number one, this is your sister's best friend's baby daddy i'm still not there yet like you have to give me a minute to actually catch up to whatever the fuck you just said. but then also you are 17 years old dating a 25 year old man and i'm just confused about yeah, it. yeah that's the part where i'm actually stuck i'm the, right here in the tar i can't get out right so, so a few weeks ago he said i hate the blogs don't believe the rumors i've been friends with that family for a long time we're all friends la da da but then yesterday he got on instagram and posted a picture of kylie and it was like you know how when you with your boo and you want to take pictures but you want it to be kind of like our Artistic. You don't want it to be like obvious and shit. Right. So this nigga is like, I don't know if he's in this picture because again, I don't know what he looks like, but <laughs> there are two black men on either side of the frame and then, and they're blurred out. And then in the middle is Kylie and her drawn on lips. And she's the only thing okay. in focus. And she actually looks really pretty. She's looking off, having a conversation. She's not aware of the camera for once. And he captioned this with saying, surround yourself with good people, good hearts, good souls, hashtag last Kings, whatever that means. I don't I think know. That's a, a brand of or condom something. or something okay it could be that so i christian you have this collection of girls who who have a collection of black <laughs> sperm what is it about bringing your man around kim kardashian that makes her sisters like take him away from you because evidently trina trina was introduced like trina was close with Chloe. Chloe. Right. And then all of a sudden, Chloe was dating that cookie colored nigga, the French Montana that she broke up with the other yes. day. And now, Black China, poor thing, has lost her baby daddy, fiance, whomever, to a 17 year old girl. And I just don't. Help me understand why anybody. First of all, there are like, there are 13 Kardashian girls. <laughs> Why did you have to pick the illegal one? Why would one? you pick the youngest one? Like, even the other one, the Kendall one. I think she's 18 or 19 now. And Kendall is fine. Oh, but Kendall and Jaden Smith, I think. <laughs> you didn't have to. First of all, is anybody in that family going to fuck somebody white? Is anybody in that family going to just... No, I mean, I'm not... I'm not mad. I'm not saying, but like, I'm just very confused as to why all of you have black boyfriends. Like, none of you are at all interested in white penis. And Chloe has said forever that she doesn't believe in fucking white men. Did you wait? Say, what? Like on their like, she didn't say like I don't believe in fucking white men, but she was definitely like, I've only had sex with black men. Black dick is fantastic. I have no intention of leaving it. Like, it's my best friend. I pray to it. All this other shit. So. 
That has that's a lie. The trend no no no, it's really not. But the trend of this family fucking No, around, no, there's no way. No, I'm pretty sure. Chloe when she Kardashian was building that sex dungeon with Lamar Odom. Did not open her dick sucker <laughs> to say that she, okay. All no, right. I'm pretty sure she said that she's only had sex with black men and that she doesn't have sex with white people. But I'm just on the one hand, I don't I don't give a fuck about these people or anything that they do. But on the other, even Chris Jenner has to has to say, okay, what am I doing with my kids to where my 17 year old is running around with a 25 year old rapper and it's alleged that they're, you know, fucking around or dating or whatever. And it's just what like not supposed to be an issue, because when I was 17 years old, if I tried to talk to somebody older than like 18, my parents would have shut that down immediately. Like, I it would have like- never, ever been a thing at all. I feel like Kris Jenner just requires that they provide her with STD results every month. And as long as, you know, the diseases can be, you know, cured (laughs) with penicillin, she's fine. As long as the pregnancy tests come back negative. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, it's just like, oh, spinoff. Like, she doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Or maybe since her daddy is going through these changes. Because when they first said that Bruce was going to be, like, going through the process of of becoming a woman and that Bruce was transgender. I thought the blogs were just being rude. But have you seen these pictures of him coming out lately? Like, I think it may actually be true. You know what? I actually saw a photo of him. I don't know if it was a recent photo, but someone tweeted me a photo of him. It was like, all it to me looked like, it just had, it. he just had long hair. Uh-huh. And he looked like, but his face looks very, like, way softer to me now. Like, I don't know if he got his cheekbones shaved down or if that's even a thing you can do. I feel like if you're rich but and white, Bruce, the sky's the limit. But the first time that I ever saw Bruce Jenner, and it wasn't mm-hmm. during, you know, the Olympics or whatever, when I saw him, his face was like that. Like, I mean, well, not like that, but his right. face looked like, you know, a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like it had been through, like... Some tense and when you shit. consider who he's married to and who his children and stepchildren are, of course he looks stressed out. Like, look at the people that he's related to. Look at what he has to deal with. What if, right, Chris Jenner was so obsessed with the beauty of the girls Bye. and the women. And no, 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 no. And branding them, right? And then you know that she wears the drawers in the house. You know, yes. like she is the one wearing the pants in that family. So he probably just felt like so emasculated. He's probably like Smeagol, like from the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. How he would just like, you know, ball up into a closet and just went nuts <laughs> and felt like he had to be a woman in order to be validated by the family. They put him in a box on the Christmas card. In a box. And Rob wasn't even on it. Because Rob didn't meet the weight requirement. You know, good and damn well, once you hit 180, you are no longer invited to be on the Christmas card. It's no hard feelings, but bitch, we have an image to uphold. And we can't Photoshop all that off. Like, you know... You know that Kim is not going to let nobody chunky fuck up her pictures. I need to see these, this this Kylie Jenner. I mean, girl. well, she just looks... She and this boy, this Tyga person, are they're just walking around and they look... Oh, this is this is Tyga and it looks like this may be Big Sean. Oh, okay. Well, you and would then, know better than I would. But they're out of focus and Kylie is over here in the background. Oh, so Tyga is in that picture. Yeah, Tyga is the nigga on the right. Okay. You can't really see his face, thank God. All right. Um, Is he ugly? You know what? Let me just go. Some people, you know... I've mm, 
Oh, okay. I'll say one thing. He's light skinned, yes. and I don't see it. So there you go. <laughs> like, I don't, and you give light skinned niggas a lot of space to be. Yeah, you, I give them a lot of room for failure. You do. A lot. You let them have a lot of gray area. They do not necessarily have to be the finest. But but he, a lot of people think that Tiger is cute. A lot of people. Okay. Do. Well, I'm looking at him, and he's not ugly. Yeah, he's not ugly. I would not call him fine, but he's got one of those situations where it's just kind of like, huh? What was God doing? That you yeah. know, like not like he did something wrong, but like he decided to get creative. You know, like he. Well, the thing is, his lower face I feel like is constructed really well. He has a nice mouth, good lips, like very nice bone structure and everything. Mm. But then it's like when God was working on the upper part of that face he was just like well whatever with the eye placement not really doesn't need to be precise like when he has like zero facial expression it's almost like and then like good lighting and a hat on anyway mm-hmm. who cares right yes whatever. um so i don't really know what's going on with this whole kylie jenner thing i we think got that off topic like even shit. if you didn't because i'm trying to get back to that other shit that she was talking about even if she was legal why would you fuck your baby mama's best friend's sister right like of all the girls in this world if this is actually true which again it may not be why would you fuck the one girl kin to like you're you're literally your ex's best friend's little sister like there are so many girls in california calabasas los angeles wherever y'all are hanging out like i'm certain people know who you are not me but someone else knows and recognizes you like i know there are girls out there who are over the age of 18 and willing to give you some pussy he's who a have rapper no connection. he signs the young money it's not hard for you to go and find some pussy and go date a pretty girl if you want to like right. so i don't and and kylie young, and you are 25 young lady mm-mm I've had quite enough out of you. Now, you also need to go and, and sit down and date somebody your own age. Mindless behavior or is Lil JJ still out here? Somebody. I don't I'm know. sorry. Whom? You know Lil what? JJ? Not, not at all. Lil JJ. He was on like Comic View when he was 11. Oh, my God. That child. Get the fuck. <laughs> Whatever. What's next? Yes. Anyway. Um. So speaking of people who are underage. Stephen Collins is in a little bit of trouble. Who the hell is that? Stephen Collins played the dad on one outstanding program known as Seventh Heaven. Did you ever watch it? The dad from Seventh Heaven? He was a preacher. Okay. Did you ever watch the Seventh Heaven? Everybody watched Seventh Heaven. Okay. Well, no, because I was talking to our producer before the show and he was like, I never saw it. And I'm like, what? Like, it was ridiculous. It was corny. It was cheesy. It was like they wrapped up all their little fake problems in 22 minutes and they never really had. Like, it was very white suburban Christian drama, but I lived for it. It was good. (laughs) I loved it. So, anyway, Stephen Collins, the dad on this show, the New York Police Department has opened an investigation into allegations that he has molested three different girls. Um, back in the 70s and I think maybe um, some since then but I think an 11 year old 12 year old a 14 year old and this all came out back in yes so I see your face right now this all came out back in 2012 when he and his wife were attending a therapy session and he had told his wife before they went to therapy that he had molested children previously so when they can you fix your face can you imagine (laughs) hold on wait can you imagine first of all you already got to go to therapy right whatever right can you imagine if your husband out of nowhere was like well don't know how you're gonna take this but 
I used to be a child predator. Like, what? Right. So he said, like... We don't even need to go to therapy no more. Right. I'm good. I like, have nothing to discuss, especially since they have children. And he allegedly, this was on TMZ, so it could be fake as fuck. Oh, yeah. But the he whole thing allegedly said that... Um, if they had a son, he didn't know how he would be able to keep the little boy's penis out of his mouth. Now that is not on tape anywhere, and he denies saying it. To I'm his sure wife. that that's not. That true. sounds fake as fuck. But the rest of this is on audio, so it's not much you can deny about that. Plus, people are not really rushing to say that they molested kids when they really didn't. So he is saying that at first he would like make the little girls touch his penis and stuff like this we don't have to we don't right we don't have to get into the details but the wife secretly taped the recording because under california law again you can secretly tape someone as long as it's for like a felony investigation and of course molesting children is a felony so (laughs) the wife is saying i have no idea how tmz got a hold of this shit i turned that tape over to the authorities back in 2012 this ain't none of my business steven is coming out saying she's only doing all this because the divorce is so messy and nasty and she wants more child support or whatever the fuck else either way you slice it though sis you touched on them little girls like i don't care of course harvey levin i mean he is the devil yeah he really sucks tmz got a hold of this audio and you really did touch these kids so it's only so much defending you can really do of yourself because no matter what you say you still touched on these little girls he was a preacher and you were (laughs) i mean he wasn't a preacher but he was a preacher i mean and you were on a cast full of kids it was like seven or eight kids on that fucking show like what you were around these children on a set for however long so the backlash came fast and furious of course he's been cut from ted 2 which is in production now he's been cut from scandal abc confirmed that the one episode he was on he will not air i'm certain they have already replaced his scene shot it with some unknown or whatever but he will not be the, the scene he already shot will not air and he will not appear on scandal again He has also resigned his position on the National Board of the Screen Actors Guild and 7th Heaven, which has been running on um, Up TV and I think one other network. has They've been running reruns of 7th Heaven. They have dropped the show and replaced it with Super Nanny. Like, nobody... nobody like this happened this came out like two days ago and already he has lost like every current contract because you know listen shonda cuts columbus shorts ass so fast and columbus short had a real role on the role on the show Mm -hmm. and they cut his ass like it was nothing just straight up murdered him and that was the end of the season and gave his ass a funeral on the premiere (laughs) like was like and just so you remember. <laughs> right. Let you are dead and we're burying your ass here today. There's no twists, no turns. Your body is in that casket. Nigga, you fucked up. You ain't coming back. And do you know he said he didn't need work because he could create his Girl, own shut work? Up. Motherfucker. Unless the boys in motion are going on tour <laughs> and you about to give out some devotion, honey. All right. But sir, you're hosting scandal parties. Did you see that that flyer? With that hosting, Right. Okay. Now I'm sorry. There's something wrong with him. A scandal watch party with Columbus Short, though. My nigga, we gonna all sit here and talk about the show you used to be on. Like, this don't hurt your feelings a little bit? You really want to be in front of a crowd You want for all of us to watch how you were ditched and your character is being buried because of the bullshit that you were a part of. Right. Okay. So, so far, no charges have been filed against Collins. But like we said, they have literally just opened the um, investigation. 
and he has evidently employed employed a 12-step program for sex addiction and has seen a sexual dysfunction therapist but refused hospitalization. Jeez. I don't fuck. I so I I even though we're very rude to celebrities on this show all the time, I do feel like I have a certain level of, you know, I get it space for people. Where we it's like try to be fair. Yes, because even though we talk about these people, we also see how, you know, sometimes you could end up in a fucked up situation or whatever circumstances la da da da. But when it comes to touching on kids, nope. That's where I just shut down. Can't do it. Like and people are always like we need to have a real conversation about child molestation in this country and how these people can be reformed and I'm like that may all be true but i personally you don't want me around it like you don't want me in the in the mix in the convo on the scene at all good luck yes on your venture there mm-hmm. because i can't, I be can't. A part of it. i'm not i'm not able to support it i have zero tolerance like like yes. literally zero. zero i can't do it right exactly you don't want me around people who are known to be child molesters because my only reaction is violence like i'm not off top a violent person but when it comes to certain situations i just have nowhere else to go like this shit in ferguson you don't want me to come to ferguson for the shit y'all are doing down there this weekend i'm very glad that y'all are doing it and all that and even if i was free you would not want me there because you need people who are able to talk about things and come to like real conclusions and be open and shit i'm not that person when it gets this bad i'm just like okay we'll kill them all like (laughs) like just take everybody out back and old yellow day asses, I'm not able to sit here and be rational about about that shit in Ferguson. And I can't be rational about Stephen Collins either. Like, sir, I enjoyed you on your show, preacher, and you talk to your kids about, like, wow. underage drinking and cheating on tests, like other vanilla white people problems. But Was this, there a pedophile episode on 7th You know what? I don't know. But that show aired for a long-ass time, so maybe. that. The irony would be just entirely too much because apparently he first touched on these kids like before in then. the 70s. Way right. Before and they think the first girl he touched on was like a relative of his first wife, which I okay. can only imagine how they feel about this. So I would have to say my fuck you this week goes out to Stephen Collins. He's like 67 years old. And I just would have never thought like somebody who. It's one of those cases where the character that they played really fucked with your perception of them. Like, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. But the character, yeah. I, like, I've always seen him as, like, a pastor type where you could, like, ask him for a ride home from school and he would fix you, like, some milk and cookies or some shit and let you oh, watch TV till you're... Oh, God damn it. Jesus. And, the yeah, the lawyer, the lawsuit is saying that he used his celebrity status to kind of get these kids to go along with whatever he was doing. And it was just... Jesus. Of course we don't want to get like too deep into the details but sir this whole shit i just can't i can't with people who molest kids i can't with people who touch kids at all because if you touch one of mine like you have to die you just do there's you, i there's nothing there's, else the cops literally are gonna have to come and get you and keep you away yes. from me for the rest of both of our lives it is really one of those things where you have to say you are in better hands if the law find you before i do because, because I, will I will fuck kill you, you up and I'll shit on your grave. The entirety like, of your... I will I shit in your mouth as you're dying. <laughs> I, I will pull your heart out and let you watch it. Like Okay, beat. this is graphic. <laughs> okay, like, let's, let's, All right. All right, my last story. Is this too much or should we stop? What's the last one? Well, the last one is a little piece of news that came out from BET today. Game over. 
the game is officially ending. They are taping the eighth and ninth seasons, also known as the final seasons. They will air in early 2015, but BET says that the game has had a very successful run and it's no, time to go out on top. Good reasons. You can't be mad at them for spinning Good it. Good riddance to bad rubbish. So I watched the game a little bit. Not much. But when it was on the CW, I could at least see how people got into it. Because even though I didn't particularly care for it. It was so good. I saw how it could be interesting to others. So I let I let the game cook, even though I really didn't watch it. But sis, when it moved over to BET, something about it just like the bottom fell out of that show you fucked up because now i have to do it all of a sudden little nunu or whatever her name was had an attitude problem the little mixed girl brit brat that one. Oh, i don't yeah. know why i called her nunu and it was just and like she looked completely different right, she, she had a grown perm. as fuck like uh, so bt so, saying oh no go ahead go no no, no finish well bt saying when the show first came over it was a fan favorite with 7.7 million viewers for its premiere debut. Lucky you. But sweetie, that was the premiere debut. Like I'm certain the numbers after that first episode continued to tank because if they had stayed consistent, y'all would not be canceling this show. Because the show was good. Here it is. The show, the game when it was on the CW was a really good show. Like I mean, I enjoyed it anyway. I thought it was a perfect sitcom. Had loads of black faces. Uh, the story was, you know, interesting and cool. You had these characters that you root for, and you know, although. Tasha Smith, Wendy Raquel Robinson's character mm-hmm. was like, you know, like this ratchet mama. She was still like a really strong black character and she had like a business and it was fun and it right. was funny and cool and it had these three seasons, which are the only ones that I acknowledge. <laughs> but what really pissed me off about it was not only that it was a good show and it got canceled, I felt it got canceled. I kind of felt like it was partially a racial thing because they, like we did, I remember when when they were on the verge of cancellation and producers and actors and stuff, they were trying to get people to like rally alongside them to get it to stay on the network. And the CW's excuse was that they were trying to go into hour long programming basically. Right. So for like their series season finale on the third and last season on CW, they made it an hour long and they took out the laugh track. Like we can do this, Mm -hmm. you know, we can do this and stay right here. And they canceled the shit anyway. And they did that to everybody hates Chris too. So I remember like, Oh my God, I'm so pissed. I love this show. They could have done so much more with it. So when BT said they were picking it up, I was like, girl, nope, not there anywhere, (laughs) but there, not there. A lot of people were hyped though, just to have it back. Not me because I was like, okay, BT is going to turn this into some black shit and it's not going to be the good kind of black shit. It's going to be the, you know, Keisha Cole reality show kind of black shit. And I wasn't like, like when you look at BT's program, I could sit here and talk about that all day, but I'm not going to. Anyway, they mm-hmm. pr- they picked it up. And I remember producers saying they have the same team. It's the same writers, the same crew, yes. the same actors, the same all of this, whatever. The shit aired. Kelly, who was like one of the only white people. She was the only white person in the main cast. Yeah. And loved her character, but she was gone. Yeah. Like, I think she was in maybe one or two episodes or something like that. And then all of a sudden she was just gone. And it's an all- entirely black cast. And I was like, oh. 
okay, the writing was terrible, the story, like, it sucked, and then all of a sudden, Tia's just gone, and she's the main character. Right. And then, but Derwin's still there, and then Derwin is gone, and now we have Lauren London and the nigga you went to school with. So it's like... Brandy and some shit. And then Brandy, you know, whatever. And it's just... Oh, literally the nigga I went to school with. Yes, the guy who plays Lauren's love interest, Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis. Like... And I love Lauren London. She's super sweet. Obviously, she's gorgeous. And I love her. And, you know, I love her catalog and stuff. Yeah. But it was just like, I watched the premiere episode, like the first episode that she was in. And I only watched it because I went to the premiere and she was there and whatever. Like, but I, it just, when, it's not the same show anymore. And yeah. I don't know where the fuck the shit was even going. Good riddance. Get lost. I don't even know how they made it to nine fucking seasons. Just some ore shit that has happened on black entertainment television that just didn't need. Mara Brock Akil released a statement saying that, you know, the game is her baby and she's very proud of it. And she's looking forward to making those syndication checks one day in the future. So... I mean, and I love her. Like, I I consider her a personal inspiration as far as all that is concerned. I was randomly just obsessing over Girlfriends today. I mean, because it's, it's Which is also her And child. I heard that there's going to be a Girlfriends movie. I heard. I hope so. I do, too. Because Have I you been her. watching Tracy Ellis Ross rapping on Instagram? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I She's love her. She's so cute. Yes. Oh, and Bla- have you seen Blackish? Have we talked I about Blackish? I haven't watched it yet because it, it airs when we record. Right. It airs when we're in the studio, so it's hard for us to, like, actually see it. But I've, I've had heard to really good up. things about it. Yes. ABC is doing a smart thing and putting it on YouTube for people I guess who are unable to see it as it airs. Oh for real? So you can see the episodes or at least they did the pilot like that. You can see what? the episodes. Yeah, bitch shut up. And they have like regular commercial breaks like it would on TV. So I I see how some people have like maybe some issues with it but overall I found it very entertaining. They have a scene where he's at work. Don't tell me. Okay but it. it's just like it, it can get very real and then Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne is very much like you new niggas and this new shit y'all doing. I don't know what y'all doing with these kids, but you just ain't right and all this. So check it out if you haven't. Um, but I'm a big fan of Tracy Ellis Ross. And so everything she does is flawless to me. Yeah, get the game out of here. I actually would have loved if they would have taken La- Lauren London and Jay Ellis and given the, just written an original show for them. Yeah. Like, why do you have to just just let the game go, girl? And, and it's gone. Because, I mean, nobody was watching it. So, like, I feel like not even BET employees. Do we even need an show. eighth or ninth season? Like, do we? What even well, is going on? Well, they're currently taping it. And so I think it would be just be like, there's no point in halting production now, but they're not going to keep going. It's going to air next year, and that's going to be the end of it. Amen. So, good riddance to you. And that is the end of our hot topics. This was extremely stressful for me, and I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> Nigga, We're- we talked about the daddy from Seventh Heaven. I mean, but that was an insane story. Yeah, it is and really I quite hadn't crazy. Heard about nothing but two of those stories. So you yeah, did really I was well. trying to figure out, you know, what element from the white side of the world I was going to bring over. I knew you would, and I didn't know if it was going to be Blake Lively's pregnancy or the Seventh Heaven thing. But I decided at the last minute. I don't know what to care about Serena Vanderwoodson. Oh, I don't know who that is, but I just know every white people love Blake Lively. So Serena Vanderwoodson. Oh, that's who she is on Gossip Girl. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Well, that wraps up the Hot Topics. Praise God. We're going to take a break and be right back. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our sponsors over at Hulu Plus. As always, if you go to HuluPlus.com slash the read, you can still get an extended trial. And that is two weeks of dope content, including some of my new fall favorites like Gotham and How to Get Away with Murder. You can also watch Once Upon a Time. They've got Frozen on there now, child. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine, MasterChef, The Simpsons, and more. Yes, Hulu works on so many different devices. You can obviously watch on your laptop. You can use your Apple TV and watch. 
You can use your gaming system. I personally prefer my Apple TV because it's just so dope to have something on your computer and then watch it on your TV. Damn, somebody else just left the Wii U out to this. <laughs> I mean, I do still love my Wii U, but I'm saying Hulu Plus gives you so many options. And they have the current season of great shows like The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, The Colbert Report, The Tonight Show, Modern Family, Bob's Burgers. And then you can also see every episode of shows like South Park, Law & Order SVU, Hell's Kitchen, Grey's Anatomy. The Cosby Show, Everybody Hates Chris. Like, there are so many different options on Hulu. So, again, head on over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read for a free two-week trial. You are going to love it. There is something for absolutely everybody. They have, like, they have Jimmy Kimmel, Ugly Betty, <laughs> God forbid, Seventh Heaven, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So yeah, they're going to snatch that off. HuluPlus.com slash The Read for that free two-week trial. That's right. The R-E-A-D. Go check them out, and let's continue the show. All right, so it is time for... It's time for listener letters. Yes, <laughs> featuring me doing things. How did you feel about the inbox today? Was it kind? I... Listen, so this is, you know... I'm going to use the word laborous, and I'm also going to say that y'all are going through some shit. Um, We're going to start the listener letters with... I'm gonna. I've decided to call her delicious. Okay. Um. I don't really know how you even do this. I, so I think I just gave like most of these people a fake name. Yeah. Um. So delicious says I'm currently in college and I have a white roommate. Since we've been rooming together, we've never had any problems. But I think now that's about to change. This one's a little bit long, but I did my best. Okay. Me and three friends came up with the idea to make a YouTube channel documenting our experiences of being black teenage girls in America. We were in the living room of my dorm brainstorming and racism came up. Keep in mind, my roommate is in her bedroom and the walls are paper thin. We started talking about cops killing unarmed black people when my friend Buckwild mentioned that she thinks she hates white people. So I started to become really nervous. And before I could ask them to lower their voices, my other friend Boots began to laugh hysterically while repeating, I can't believe you just said you hate white people, girl. You're so crazy. And so on. (laughs) By that point, I was telling her to calm down because I knew for a fact my roommate could hear. Instead, she just kept on adding, well, black people can't be racist, which I 100% agree with. But I have to live with my roommate for two semesters and I don't want all that heavy ass tension. My roommate came out of her room and closed the living room door, so I knew she heard us. I decided we should leave and finish the discussion elsewhere. While walking, I explained to Boots why I had a problem with what she did. (laughs) Why are you calling this girl Boots? Because why not? But she was being nonchalant and dismissive, which only pissed me off more. So in the heat of the moment, I just said, fuck it, I'm not doing the YouTube thing, and left. Later, I began to feel bad about quitting, decided to go talk to Boots. She wasn't in her dorm, so I knew she would be with her friend, Safari. I went to Safari's dorm, and before I knocked on the door, I listened, and not only did I hear Boots' voice, that bitch was talking about me. So I banged on the door, and they got quiet. I guess they looked through the peephole and saw it was me, so them bitches didn't open the door. What do I do now? Should I talk to my roommate, beat the shit out of Boots, or should I leave it all alone? Help. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I'm really mad that you use the names of the... I love Flavor Flav contestants. Flavor of Love. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And so. <clears throat> well, who, Delicious is in a pickle. Delicious is the character that mm-hmm. we're addressing. All yes. right. I wasn't certain about that. So <clears throat> I'm going to have to say that you had a point, Delicious. Like 
when your friends who I'm not going to use those names when they started talking about oh I hate white people and all this this is well Buckwild is the one who started the white people Buckwild started talking shit about white people and all this knowing that you have a white roommate yeah like I feel like they should have at least had the courtesy to not do that in your home with a white person present because I would not appreciate somebody talking about how much they hate black people while you know like it's a it's a gang of white people in the living room talking about how they hate black people and I'm just sitting there like oh okay well like I'm literally on the other side of the wall and I can hear you motherfuckers right like I understand where you're coming from and she may have said you know black people can't be racist or whatever which, which is technically I, I mean black people. If you're looking at the the definition of racism that it includes like prejudice plus power, like institutional power, then that's true. Yes. But black people can use racist language. Like you may not have the power to like negatively affect a white person's right. life with your blackness, but you can say something fucked up. Exactly. And that was fucked up. That was fucked up to say with or without like it was just a it was a messy situation. So especially you, if you're in my dorm and you know that my roommate right, and you is white. know I live with a white person. And I have acknowledged that you should first of all if i ask you to lower your voice in my home then that's what the fuck you do or you can get out exactly but like i've said to you like hey girl listen there's a white girl in this room right like you know i have to live here so right because that creates tension between you and your roommate that's a conversation that you probably didn't want to have with this random white girl that you're living with in college like the semester is really like y'all are just into the like the middle of the semester, so y'all have a ways to go where you have to live with this girl. So I can understand not wanting this fucked up situation. Where delicious, my dear, I think you fucked up is letting your emotions Guess dictate mm-hmm. the decision you was gonna make. Yeah. Because you was all in your feelings about this and that's understandable, but to just be like, Okay, well fuck it, I'm not doing the the program and I'm just gonna take my ball and go home, that was like that was extra. What you should have done in that situation was been like, okay, girl, well, I can't talk to you about this right now. I'm going to go home, eat some stew, take a nap, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Like, you should have separated yourself from the mess and had some time to think about it. So, right. I just... <clears throat> I still think it's Boots' fault. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see why you feel like you should go whoop Boots' ass. Like, of course she's gonna go yeah. talk about what just happened. Like, I don't know. Especially y'all in college. What are y'all like? Eighteen, nineteen years old. Teenagers. Of course you're gonna go back to the dorm and tell your friend. Oh my god, we was working on this, and this bitch just all of a sudden quit. Like, of course people are gonna go talk about it. I don't think you should be mad at her for that. But I do think both of you should be able to come together and be like, okay, this is how I fucked up, and this is how I fucked up, and let's see if we can just squash it and go back to the right. original. Right. If y'all are like really friends, and I feel like you should be able to talk about it and get through it. But you had a, a point, like a very valid point about she not saying something fucked up in your home. Exactly. Right. Especially since it's not just your home. Like, it's the white girl's home, too. Like, thank you. She was really the white girl was far better than me. (laughs) She was probably like, you know what? It's four black girls in this room. It's my one. And I just don't. I can't even have the conversation. So I'm just going to try and bring the volume down as much as I can. And I'm going to go take a nap. I had three white roommates freshman year. I had I was in like a suite. So it was two bedrooms joined with a bathroom. And it was me and three other white girls. And not that I wish you would, but had one of them said some shit or had a friend over and they're just like, oh, my God, I can't stand black people. Oh, my God. They get on my nerves so bad. Best believe I would have said something to them hoes. Like, it would have been no hesitation on my part at all. I would have got y'all together immediately. So the fact that she didn't come out and gather boots right then, boots just need to be glad because she really did deserve for somebody to cuss her ass out. Yeah, she's doing a lot. 
So good luck to you. Yeah, let's know what happens. So delicious, dear. The next question is from Brett, and I am going to use Brett's real name because it's not a question about his business. Okay. Well, okay. It says I was recently debating with some friends about which current music artists will one day reach icon status. When I stated that Beyonce and Jay Z had already reached icon status, I was met with blank stares and confusion. One of my friends had the audacity to argue that instead Matchbox Twenty was the only current music act that could be considered iconic. Matchbox Twenty. He wrote it again. <laughs> he wrote it again. Like I just wanna because because he is he is baffled. Match. This entire conversation confirmed to me that my friends have little to no understanding of the current music and pop culture landscape. So I thought I would turn to you instead. <laughs> I assume we can already agree that Beyonce and Jay Z are present day icons. Who else in current popular music would you predict will we'll be calling a music icon in the future? Who okay. will we still be listening to in 20 years? And then he named Rihanna Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Justin Timberlake. Please discuss. Thanks, Brett. Okay. Well, I don't think Brett's list is altogether accurate. Okay. But uh, Matchbox 20 is a goddamn joke. Because That's hilarious. How is that a current... Is that even still... Are they still making music? They put an album out like a couple years oh, ago. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to white schools. I like Matchbox 20. I do too. I'm not going to front. But to call them icons, and like, especially in the current popular music scene i just don't see it i actually haven't i think the last time i heard someone say matchbox 20 was when their album came out and today <laughs> when I read what i don't understand is how you give beyonce and jay-z a side eye but then you co-sign matchbox 20 like right on That's iconic like saying, status oh my you know janet jackson isn't an icon but you know <laughs> Right. Mila J is the thing of today. Like, like, okay. And that's no shade because I love Mila J. I shouldn't have used that. <laughs> because I love Mila J. But you, I mean, you just like, said it, so. I'm saying, like, you know, she's an artist that's like, well, Matchbox 20 isn't a new group either. No, they aren't. But iconic i would not call them that like as far as i'm concerned they're another band that's like that saying rihanna is not an icon but tia marie is Okay, well, that's just ridiculous. So let's not. I mean, because that is insane. Oh, but then Tia Marie, Tia Marie, speaking of Tia Marie, I can't get like a comparison that makes sense. (laughs) They made me watch Love and Hip Hop Hollywood last weekend, and I was stunned at how fantastic it is. Like, it's fantastically terrible. It's so bad. The men on that show are smarter than the women. And I cannot think of a reality show where the men have been smarter than the women, like, ever. Like, maybe not since Survivor. Like, that the is women the, on that show are nuts. They are some goddamn idiots. Tierra Marie is stone she's cold crazy. So funny though. That like, bitch she's is so funny. crazier she than told, a fruit bat at a cranberry carnival. She's all Hazel E. Just take your your paper towel and whatever little things <laughs> you have and just go on. Like, what? The fact that Hazel E. is even dumber than Tierra Marie was what I could not fathom because when Tierra Marie was like I don't really want to hear about your situation with Young Bird because it's not like y'all was in a relationship even I had to be like why do you have a point like (laughs) she was like and then the bitch got mad because she was like she's trying to explain to her basically she tried to find a fancy way of saying like we fuck and you know sometimes right. like we share a Netflix account like and I'm his bitch but not like his bitch I'm like his bitch and bitch. I made him like a baked cheese at casserole and like we fuck with each other and so like I'm his main bitch rightfully so Tierra Marie is like I don't get it right but that's fine 
and she storms out the studio. And Tierra, Tierra didn't even say anything. She just looked at her and was like, ugh. Like, right. how, you, how, how did your response just like, ew? Right. Like, With them plastic ass Mr. Potato Head lips, Hazel E looks, looks like a goddamn she mess. She looks like Squilliam Fancy Son. Okay. <laughs> She's hideous. <laughs> Just you got to stop. And then she lets Young Berg talk young to her Berg, any old kind of way. Whoever that is. I was just like, how are you being disrespected for eight years by this man? Young like, Berg looks like a villain on Goof Troop. Don't you look like he used to like <laughs> be one of the, the bullies yes, off of Goof Troop? Yes, he does. He's like, how do you let this nigga just talk to you like that? Like, that nigga's pouring liquor all over you and talking about Ben over. Let me see it. Like, he, he, I feel like he does not give a shit about you as a person. And then who is the, like, he don't the even Latin, claim you. Who's the Latin rapper and those two, the girl with the fake everything? Oh, my God. And, and, right. And I then have she, never heard of him. Uh, he, but he apparently has this thing going on with the, like, I sat there and watched this scene where he told this girl about how she's his boo, and she was like, oh, I have such a hard time trusting people and all this shit, and he's talking about how great of a guy he is, and then in the very next scene, he's going back to this girl with all fake everything, talking about how that bitch was just a jump off, and he don't give a fuck about her no more, and all this I just could not. And then the women have the nerve to get mad at each other. Omarion's mama. Omarion's mama needs some dick so bad. I have never seen anybody standing in the need of some quality penis quite like like, Omarion's mama. I'm an old ass woman. And Omarion's big mama's like, bitch, you are 45 years old. 45. There is nothing wrong with you. Old ass woman. She used to do hair for R. Kelly and Stevie Wonder. Bitch. You should have kept that to yourself. All the way to yourself. I would have never. If I would have took that shit to my grave. Write that down in your goddamn diary and keep it a secret. <laughs> like, like, anyway. Because, sis, I'm looking at Stevie Wonder and I'm looking at R. Kelly and I just don't see where you decided. If Stevie Wonder could see his hair, you wouldn't have been doing his hair He would cuss your ass the fuck out. The question, though, is oh, about icons. Right. And oh, somehow icons. we started talking about one of Mona Mee's productions. I mean, because that show is just... It's great fantastically terrible but as far as modern day icons i would agree i think jay-z and beyonce if you don't already consider them icons they definitely will be but like that icons of the, of the future like um, who, who is like i guess like in 15 20 years who will still be like the shit or will be the shit who um, may be starting now oh well as far as people who already have a career but i think they will be on iconic status I would have to say Adele is immediately comes to mind. I feel like Adele's already an icon. I mean, just what she's done with her Billboard, album is still it's still on <laughs> fucking Billboard. It's still it there. Will it not, not die. die. It just- I heard that she makes a hundred thousand dollars in royalties from sale of that album every fucking day. Every no day, way. I swear to God, I read that on the internet, so it could be t- it could be a lie. There's no, but way. somebody p- tweeted me that or sent me a link, and I was just like, "How the fuck?" Like, I mean, it would not surprise me. She has sold so many copies of that fucking album; <laughs> it doesn't die. It Rudy, is- you said that people are just going back and buying yes. it again, and then you did. I feel like buying it again just to keep it going. Like- I'm gonna buy it tomorrow. <laughs> like. I'm gonna buy it tomorrow just because like I've like, already bought this album twice but I just like why not like it's y'all, fun y'all dumping water and ice and shit on yourselves and I'm gonna go just buy Adele's album yes also, like that's gonna be my challenge I think um, as far as other groups are concerned, I'm scrolling through my iTunes trying to see who would qualify <laughs> um, I think mm, most of you are looking like you won't last very long to be wow. honest with you uh, Kanye I think Nikki will I think that I think I, that I Nikki will I think that Nikki will 
I think that Nikki's actually like an icon today in the realm of rap. I do. I think there's a difference between an icon and someone who has broken a lot of records. Like, Nikki has come along and definitely created a name for herself. And you cannot talk about rap, especially today's rap, without mention Nicki Minaj, mentioning Nicki Minaj. But she's gotten on records with, like, well, that's not. I was going to say she's gotten on records with the best of the best and, like, maintained and outshined them. And, like. She has, but her work itself thing, has been like. Right. The only thing that really. The reason I find it debatable is just because I don't yet feel like I've gotten the album that Nicki Minaj should make. Right. Like that she's capable of making. Right. And that's so, what's holding me back because I don't take anything away from her on features. Nicki is fantastic on features. I give her that. Absolutely. And I love her attitude. I love how feminist she is and how she tells these niggas to suck her dick and kiss her ass. And, and she ain't got to do shit for you. Like, I love her whole attitude and everything. I just want Nicki's albums to deliver for me. And that's all I'm waiting on. She finally took off them ridiculous ass outfits. She washed her face. Beyonce decided to text her and put her on the remix. Like, <laughs> I see it for Nicki. I just want her music by itself to be as good as her features are and then i'm sold like but she hasn't gotten there to me and i'm not sure if she will as far as the rest of y'all in this itunes it's looking bleak um (laughs) (laughs) because most of these people in here are already legends or icons like i'm looking at mariah who needs to stop fucking with her legacy did you see that fucking performance Leave the me other, alone. <laughs> don't talk to me. Like I don't want to do it because she's Mariah, and I do love and respect her. But girl, stop singing live. Like it's not curling over. <laughs> it sounds. Do. She knew she couldn't hit the note. She did that. No, shit. but I've heard. I've seen video of her singing bef- like recently, like within the last year, like mm-hmm. live acapella, no studio, nothing, and she sounded good. I don't know what where? I saw a video of her where she was singing, and it was just like I think a guy was playing the piano. I don't know if it was like an album listening. It seemed like a very small, intimate affair, and it was just her fans. Okay. And she was singing, and she sounded good. She well, doesn't sound like, you know... I don't know what happened other week then. Yeah, because when she does these big shows, she sounds terrible. <laughs> right, it just falls apart for Or her. she, like, lip syncs, but she's not synced. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like your, your mouth is doing one thing, but the audio is doing something else. But when Sis could not even begin to hit that note and just decided to talk her way through the rest of the lyric... I'm like, come on, Mariah. Like, you are Mariah. Like, you are vision of love. If she blames Nick Cannon for it, I'm going to ride with her. <laughs> and I don't think anybody's going to take that away from her. So, but I as far know. as the rest of y'all in my iTunes, like, these people are either already icons or I just don't see it. I feel like I have a few people that are, um, yeah, the ones that I would say, like, could be icons. I feel like they're already icons. Yeah. I will say that these people have potential. Okay. FKA Twigs. Don't know anything about that. I don't know how you might... I'm not you sure. You know, you text me the name of a song of theirs that you think I would like, and I'll listen to it. Her music... Oh, it's one person. Yes. Okay. Her music is very um, sexy, but dark, and like... Okay. I don't know. I'll play something for you. I think that MIA is, is, if you don't already consider her an icon, I feel like she... Yeah. And MIA ain't even the best rapper, but she just raps about real shit. Her visuals are always stellar. Right. Um, I'm a big fan. Tina Shay Tinash. I have been seeing her a lot on Twitter, but I have not actually heard any of her music. Dustin calls her Tina Shoes. Is it it not Tina Shee? I 
I've heard her say Tina Shay. Oh, Tina I Shay. Think. Anyway, her album is actually good. Like, I didn't know that she could sing because too on she, she doesn't. Is. Right. Um, but she actually has a like a nice voice. She can dance her ass off. And like I enjoyed her album. Like a lot of those songs were really good. Some mm-hmm. of it just seemed generic and unnecessary and all over the place. But I think that if she gets her artistry on the, you know, Mm -hmm. the right track, and I feel like she is on the right track as of right now, and she gives you, like, some good performances and stuff. I feel like she could be well on her way of being, like, a big star. Icon, don't know. All I'm saying is I liked her album. Mm -hmm. I don't know, nigga. I like FKA. (laughs) Um, Banks is really good. Not Azealia, even though... We don't have to do this. We don't have to do it. Let's not do this, because I promised I wouldn't. Um, But the singer Banks. Okay. um, She's also really dope. I'm thinking of people who that I like, I would consider legendary, like put on legendary status. And it just takes a lot for me to see that kind of traje- trajectory in somebody's career. It's a lot to just be like, oh, bitch, you're an icon. Right. Or you're about to be an icon. Because some people I like, don't just use that word like it's nothing. Like I reserve that for people that I feel have cemented a huge place in pop culture. And ain't going nowhere. Right. Because you remember, remember when Confessions came out? I was going to say. Are, nigga, are you reading my mind? Because I was just about to say, I feel like Usher has done that for himself. When Confessions came out, bruh, I was like, this is, like Usher is well on his way of being like the biggest star. Like, yes, in the, he was huge. Me and my roommates all went to Target and each bought that album and wore it the fuck out. Like it was just so good. Like it was just like I could not even. And believe the album was it about be being good. about cheating on right? Chili, and it was good as hell. It was good. If you play yeah right now, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and get the fuck. You could not hear yeah. You You couldn't. It was. It was all over the club. It was all anybody played at parties. It was just like I feel like Usher has definitely had that those moments in his career where he's put out enough quality music and and been around long enough for me to say I can see you being on icon status. But it's difficult for me to say to somebody who has one album or two mixtapes or whatever, like, yeah, I can see you potentially developing into a legend because I don't know enough about you yet to say that you could really, you know, get to that point. It's hard for me to call y'all legends or icons when you haven't really done anything. And I will even right. give that to Rihanna, whose singing voice has improved. Rihanna is an icon to me. She, her singing voice has improved. I feel like her career itself is is iconic or legendary or will be at that point because she has done so much with herself, especially considering that, you know, she was initially signed into one of them fucked up deals where people didn't really expect her to do much and they was just going to steal all her money. So the fact that she kind of like got herself out of that and fired the people she needed to fire and then got herself together even after the shit with Chris Brown like I, I admire that about her and I feel like she's on her way but the rest of y'all I don't know I don't I just I can't give it to you I don't know I really don't because I'm looking through this iTunes like nope and nope. unfortunately I feel like a lot of the musicians that are praised today or that you hear about or that are on top 40 they're not you know there's no like substance there, yeah you know right. like I mean obviously I feel like Migos is an iconic group but that's only because like I would say they're iconic you know for ratchet people this year you know they're not I'm not I'm not even saying that my Migos is not Migos isn't they're not icons yet no but like Migos Migos they're not I'm just saying (laughs) 
that I love their music, but I also am not expecting to go listen to Amigos and be like, you know what, this really like shaped me and yeah. like changed my way of thinking. And they are just like bringing something so completely different to hip hop and they're going to be around no. forever. I don't think Amigos is going to be around in 20, 30 years. I don't think people are going to look back on their music and be like, damn, that was really a defining moment in hip hop. Maybe Sam Smith. When Hannah Montana came out. Sam Smith maybe could. Yeah. I could see that. But then sometimes these white soul singers come out and they are like huge at first and then they just kind of fizzle out. Who was that lady who won? Oh God, Joss Stone. But Joss Stone got caught up on I think Island Dick or something. So that was where she went wrong. But that lady who won whichever singing competition that was, I don't remember her name. Remember she came out like two or three years ago and she had, oh God, it was probably long. Susan somebody? Oh, Susan Boyle. Yes, Susan Boyle. Like, she had an amazing voice, but what the fuck happened to her? I think she's working on another album. Oh, is she? Again, Listen, I don't know. Susan Boyle still slays. She's legend in my eyes because that bitch came out of nowhere. And okay, like, you use legend a lot I don't have to brush my damn hair because I'm going to come out here. Like, are you kidding? Susan Boyle is an amazing story. She is. She is a fantastic story. Like, I love it. But and I, I would do not feel call like her maybe not iconic. In, I wouldn't say that. But I do think that in like 15, 20 years, you will still be able to say Susan Boyle and somebody will know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So Probably there's so. that. Like, I enjoy Bobby Shmurda, but I'm not going to say that he is iconic or legendary. I just love... That's not even his beat. I mean, it's his beat because the label bought it, but, like, it was... Anyway. You know, it's not even the beat. It's the video. Like, the video is what sold me. Really? I just love it. And I don't know why. It just looks like... So you love the Bobby Shmurda video, but you don't like... Next question. Okay. Um, I don't feel bad about it either. You listen to Migos, so you can't judge. And you love the Bobby Schmerder video. Right. So, okay, I actually have two letters left, but we can do one if you like. Sure. Um, I mean, or we could do both of them because I don't know if I have a read. Okay. Well, whatever you want. I mean, they're both. I like, mean, this show is already long. They're as fuck, so. both. Okay, so let's go with. Do you want to do one about an ain't shit? Nigga, or do you want to do one about like a three-way, including an ain't shit nigga? <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna do one. Okay, just pick one. So this letter says uh, it's from Morticia, dear Crystal and Fury. So I've been dating my boyfriend for two years. It'll be three in February. I've known him since I was 12, and I'm 23. We've dated off and on, but this time we are trying really hard to make it work. I love him, and we've talked about marriage, everything, yeah, yeah, whatever. The only fucking problem is while we were off, I mean, yeah, like happy. Um, while we were off, he went and got another bitch pregnant. Of course he did. It broke, <laughs> it broke my heart when he told me, I'm not laughing at you, um, sweetheart. Right, no. It broke my heart when he told me, but after a few years, I was able to forgive it and we've been successfully dating ever since. All doing our, all doing, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you sure you're not laughing? Because I'm just thinking of how when we first started this show, we used to laugh at everybody. We did. All during our relationship, I had never met the baby mom. Hold on to your draws. But I had never met the baby mama before, but skip ahead to a few weeks ago. She and I have not only met, but we have fucked. Ma'am, excuse me? Yes, a threesome with my dude and his baby mama. I hate myself for it, but I admit it wasn't that bad. The problem is, what? keep in mind that I changed some of the wording around here and I switched um, the word question to problem because I just feel like you didn't use the right word. Okay. <laughs> problem is now they're talking about 
a goddamn three-way relationship. And the thought of it makes me want to die. Should I get the fuck out now or should I ride it out as a sexual phase and wait until the next one? I'm so confused. No, all of you should stay together so that no one else has to be a part of this. (laughs) All of you, you guys should definitely go for this three-way relationship shit just so that none of the three of you is out there dating somebody else and exposing them to this shit. Because I don't know how you ever 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 got it in your head that it would be a good idea to fuck the baby mama that your boyfriend developed while y'all were on a break see i'm gonna touch on this quickly and i promise to try not to go too far off topic but this is why i won't do the threesome thing the only way i would ever engage in a threesome is if i am not in a relationship with either party and really i would prefer that y'all are not in a relationship either that way there is no must no fuss (laughs) Um, <laughs> you not only had a threesome with your nigga, because th- see, the thing is, I am a jealous person. I know that about myself and I yeah. have accepted it. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to be jealous. It's not a good feeling. I'm not one of these reality show girls who just likes to fight. Like I yeah. want, you know, to I be enjoy happy. Peace. Thank you. Yes. So I'm not going to do that because you have to die. Like, I'm going to cut you right there. You can't do it. And I don't want to have... So you not only had a threesome with your boyfriend, but you chose to do it with his baby mama. Like, girl, really? Of all the women, of all the girls, I just... So, and enjoyed it, apparently. So, But now they want the three of you to date. Like, this just... This honestly sounds like your boyfriend's idea. I don't know any... I don't see how it wouldn't be. Like, I don't understand. I don't know any baby mamas who are like, I would love to fuck my baby daddy and his new girl. That would just be so fun and a great way to spend my Friday night. How about I just date them, too? Like, it doesn't... That dick... It must, must be, be phenomenal. Nuclear like bomb. that is some top notch dick. Atomic. That bomb. is some gold star penis. Because not only that is a one. Not not only did you decide to go ahead and do this, but the baby mama is apparently now. Mind you, this woman has a child, right? And she's willing to be in a relationship with her child's daddy and you. Excuse me? What the fuck kind of example is that for the baby? But she's willing to do it anyway. The dick has to be phenomenal. It has to be. Girl, what if you get pregnant? You were already jealous as fuck when he had this this baby mama on the side and y'all weren't even together. How does that even work? The emotions that are going to transpire when you get pregnant and all of a sudden she's not the only one with his baby. And both, like, what is he just going to bring in another girl who don't have a baby? And so then it's going to be the four of y'all in a relationship together? I'm so confused by this. What? What's wrong if you didn't, if it wasn't your idea, if you weren't open to it, if you don't like it, then don't agree then to don't it. Then don't do it. Like, it's really just that simple. I know she there are also, people out there who can do that whole polyamory thing and I don't, multiple relationships. That's great for y'all, whatever floats your boat. That's not for me personally. I, it, I'm i either in a relationship with one nigga or not at all. Like, I'm not doing that two, three, four, multiple revolving door boyfriends. I can't do it. She also said that she has been on the pill so smart get out while you can yeah if i were you i would well i know i just told you to stay in the situation so nobody else would have to deal with it but get out before you have a baby because i don't think you want to be forever linked to this nigga who clearly has the most pristine and amazing penis in north america 
I don't know how he convinced y'all that this might be a good idea. The fact that he got y'all to do a threesome. Jesus. And it sounded like y'all didn't even really like you just met her. And now you're supposed to be her girlfriend and his girlfriend. Girl, girl, do Talk you hear about yourself? Do you hear yourself? I really want to do this last letter. Okay. So, um, Morticia, girl, leave him. Um, so the and last letter comes from Jody. Jody's a man. I'm 30 years old. This is insanity. I'm 30 <laughs> years old and my wife is 25. I changed around a lot of the stuff in this letter because he said, and you'll see why, that he wanted to keep it discreet. And really, you should have kept the shit private because he says he and his wife listen to the show all the time. So why? I'm 30 years old and my wife is 25. I'm from Nashville, but I met my wife on the West Coast. While we were working for the same company. I stayed with the company and she didn't. A few months ago, I transferred from the West Coast back down south. When I moved, I met another woman. We actually worked together. It started out as a genuine friendship. We're around the same age, have a lot of things in common, and she actually um, grew up not far from where I'm from. We hung out a lot, out to eat, movies, clubs, and I even met her mama. I'll admit it, we've had sex more than a few times. But she seems like a better fit for me than my wife is. It's just so natural with this woman. I love her. You need a natural ass woman. I love her. And when I'm with my wife, I think of her. Why are you even telling me this? Why? I should be charging you by the hour. Why do we know this? Um, My wife and I have kids. Well, he wrote me and my wife. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and say that he did that. That's my life every week. Me and my wife have kids, and I love my babies to death. Do you? Clearly not. But everything in my body is telling me to be with this other woman. What should I do? <clears throat> well. First, I feel like you should go down to um, your nearest grocery, pick up a bottle of Fabuloso, unscrew the cap, peel back the safety top, mm-hmm. take a big gulp. Yes. I had a feeling you were going to say something along those lines. Sir. Sir. First of all, why would you write in to this show that God only knows how many people listen to? With zero remorse. <laughs> and then describe this extremely detailed situation. Like, I just feel for your wife when she's just innocently listening to this and all of a sudden she hears her life described on fucking iTunes. She's going to flip. Like, if you. No <laughs> remorse. That's what I don't get. Like, this is your wife. How do you not feel no kind of way that you are betraying your your marriage like this? The mother of your children. The children you claim to love. Like, do you not have any respect for their mother? Like, your wife, like, you agreed before God that you were going to stay faithful to this woman and you broke that promise. Now, people do fuck up. Like, people have affairs. But you should have, the first time you slept with this other girl on the side, you should have talked to your wife about it and let her decide what she was going to do. Right. I was going to say, maybe... Because I feel like you obviously you need to tell your wife what has been happening immediately. And maybe your ass will get lucky and she'll leave your ass and then you can go and be with yes. fucking Cara Delevingne or Naomi Campbell <laughs> or whoever the fuck you've been um, Jordan whoever Dunn. This mysterious, whoever this bad mysterious bitch in Nashville you found. Like, right. come on. This, honestly, this sounds like that damn Tyler Perry movie that Why Did I Get Married when Jill Scott's husband left her and then she found somebody Did fine and lost AIDS? weight. Oh, no, no, no okay. but the point with that whole 80-20 rule when you leave something that you have because somebody else has the these other qualities but then you miss out on the person who had the 80 or whatever like it sounds like you found somebody who might be like a little sexier or something she didn't have all these kids so she don't have stretch marks and her hair is shiny or whatever the fuck so you just kind of got into fucking her but like sir you still have a family on the side like it's not even just your wife you have kids to consider 
children. Did he say how many or how old they are? No, he or just maybe said, we shouldn't get into all yeah, that. Yeah, that's even, even more matter. identifying details. But the fact is that you have children, and it's almost like you're trying to say, or I don't know if he wants to convince you that you should be with who you have these feelings no. for. Let's put it in the perspective. No. Wife aside. Let's put it in the perspective of the children who are then going to know that their daddy left the family right. to go be with this bitch that he met at Job Corps or wherever the fuck. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I don't know what and I'm talking Everest about. Wherever the fuck, right, right. Wherever the fuck it is that your ass is working or punching in hours or whatever it is that you're doing. Like, are you like, come on, dude. Right. Like, this is some bullshit that you're You're always going to meet someone or run into someone in the street mm-hmm. that is not your spouse that is not your significant other that is attractive to you right. it's going to happen you're going to meet women and men or whatever uh, with qualities that you like you're going to meet people that's just a part of being a human and being tempted right you should resist the temptation. Yes. <laughs> that is what we're going for here. Because of the consequences, because of the commitment that you made with your wife and the mother of your kids. Negro, grow up. Yes, like you knew you was on some fuck nigga shit when you sent this, sent this to us. You knew we was going to cuss you out for this. It's no excuse for fucking around on your wife and then being like, oh, but I'm just really in love with this girl and she makes me feel this whole magical way. If Who she cares? was that, it, right. First of all, we don't care how magical her vagina is. Only you do. And secondly, if she really made you feel like a sparkling brand new nigga, like he was worth shit and every day was worth living, then why the fuck wouldn't you immediately try to divorce your wife so you could be go be with this woman who makes your heart feel complete? And you still That's be how a I boy know for that. You full of shit. That's how I know. Because if this other girl, if you really felt like, oh man, I made a mistake and I married the wrong woman and I should have been with this girl, you would have immediately tried to break things off with your wife so you could go be with this girl. You just want to have your cake and eat it, too. You want to keep this wife, this security system, this lady in California who is mothering your children and all this. And then you also want to fuck your bad bitch on the side. I'm saying that she might not be. But you want to have both sets of pussy available to you. And that's why you ain't shit. You really need to immediately. And I hope your wife, if she's listening, girl, don't get mad. Just call a lawyer. You don't have to get crazy. Just call a lawyer and put Listen, that nigga on child support. I changed the cities. I changed <laughs> names. I changed. I did as and much as I could. somebody is still going to be like. Mm-mm. And I feel like she's probably sitting yes. there right now like, okay, mm-hmm. get your things. Like, I knew like, that nigga. She probably suspected this whole time. I knew that nigga was up to some shit. I knew it. And now, girl, you done heard it. Yes, sir, you need your ass thoroughly whooped. Like, I... T- I just don't know why uh, you felt like if you feel this way about this girl, why haven't you divorced just, your wife? D- right. It does like like uh, you already fucked up the the bond. You already fucked up the vow you made. Like that was if you weren't ready to say I'm going to be faithful to you and only you, then you shouldn't have made that promise. But since you did and you broke it, you at least owe her the decency of telling her, listen, I violated the agreement between us and I need to dissolve this relationship so I can go be with this woman who really just mops my floors and makes everything bright in my life. But no, you didn't do that. You've been fucking this other girl for however long and now you still have this wife and you coming to us for advice when what you need to do is stop being a fuck nigga. Stop being a fuck nigga. Just stop. Grow up and make decisions like an adult man and that's really it that's really all that it is so that was fun those are the listener letters for this week so very many of them we're gonna take a break and come right back with the read hey guys don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors 
at NatureBox. As always, we mentioned NatureBox is a service that sends you smart, delicious, awesome snacks. It's the winter time, and I'm trying to get you know my whole fitness back in shape. You know, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do me. And so NatureBox, you go to NatureBox.com/slash/three, you can get fifty percent off of your first box. You can choose your own snacks. You can let them surprise you. My favorites are the sriracha roasted cashews. And the Santa Fe sticks. Yes, I too stand for those sriracha cashews. They are fantastic. But the thing about that makes Nature Box so great, sorry about that, is that it helps you make smarter decisions when snacking. You don't have to go to the vending machine or to the grocery store and pick up something gross. You can have these great Nature Box snacks delivered straight to your home or office, and they can switch up what you get every month and surprise you or you can pick out your own snacks so head on over to naturebox.com slash the read for 50% off your very first box like we said before these snacks are better for you and it's smarter snacking so you can feel a lot better about the decisions you make if you too are trying to get your fitness together then you can drop some of those unhealthy snacks and pick up something much better for you with naturebox at naturebox.com slash the read yes naturebox.com slash the r-e-a-d go check them out and let's finish up the show all right, so it's time for the read. It is. Um, I'm going to go first. Go for it. Because I don't really have one. Okay. So we're just going to zoom by. I actually have a couple of things that I would like to mention. I'm going to start with Wiz Khalifa. First of all, bro, you're in a pickle. Everybody knows at this point that you cheated on your wife. Apparently with two twins that look like Knuckles, and now all of a sudden you have purple hair. Like, you look like Ursula. It's unacceptable. I'm still a fan. You know, I enjoy you and stuff. Like, you're a human being, and I'm gonna let you do you. But the hair, I'm not really... You know, maybe you'll you'll change the game. I don't really know what it is that you're trying to do over there, but it's frightening. Also, I'd like to say to all of the citizens here in New York City, and tri-state area included, um, if you come into my circumference without using deodorant, I'm going to embarrass you. I want you to know this. I'm tired of getting on the train, and we say this all the time, and I'm going to keep saying it because apparently it's few still of an you issue. are forgetting. I was on the train over here um, to record, and somebody got on the train at 34th Street, and I said aloud, somebody's musty. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to say someone is musty, and if I know that it's you, I'm going to make eye contact so that people know that it's you as well. So there's Rude. that. Also, I would like to say, um, please, friends, family, do not give out my phone number without my permission. Not a Kid Fury thing. It's just, I feel like, a basic rule of life. Like, you don't just be like, oh, hey, here's this. It's so disrespectful. Number. Call and text them. Oh, I got your number from why? No. I didn't. No, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> you 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 don't do that. If someone needs my phone number, you say, "Oh, well, let me either give such and such your number uh-huh. and they'll hit you up or let me, you know, hit him up or whatever and and let him know and then I'll pass the number." You don't You don't just give out my just, just like you don't just put me in a group message. Even my mama asks people. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, oh, and last but not least, I would just like to say to um, Elle Magazine, Tim's, we've been wearing them. Like, they've just been here. We have been wearing them. If you don't know, Elle Magazine posted a tweet and they had a little story about Timbaland boots and saying that they're like the new winter, the the new trendy winter shoe or whatever, something like that. And posted a a photo of, I think there were photos of Rihanna Northwest and sometimes and uh maybe Gwen Stefani. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um the person who wrote the article and claimed that these boots were the new hot fashion trend was actually a black woman. <laughs> um and a lot I don't think that it's a racial like I don't have a problem with it 
at all, really. But I don't think that it's a racial issue. I think it's just stupid. Because Tim's, to me, aren't like a black shoe. I don't even consider them an urban shoe. Obviously, Tim's have a very big presence in hip-hop culture. But other than that, like, if you work outside, if you work in mm-hmm. construction, or if you have to spend a lot of time outside during the winter, they're good boots. Like, right. I was just Timberland, I was just going shopping for Tim's the other day. They last, the black Tim's I bought last year are still good. I just want to, you know, like some of them sandy ones, you know, like yes. trade boots. I want some of those. The wheat ones. <laughs> right. Whatever color. So, I didn't even feel like it was racially insensitive. I thought it was just dumb. It of course, dumb. there's going to be a huge quote-unquote absorption of the shoe this winter just like last winter and the winter before that and every winter that people have had feet for like Like, the past 20 years girl however long these shoes have been out like it was dumb as hell saying tims are on trend for winter is like saying coats are on trend for winter like duh bitch it's winter it's like saying ooh, people gonna buy water this summer (laughs) like what i forecast everybody's gonna be in bikinis y'all like Like, sweetheart bitch And especially in a situation, although I don't feel like this is a race thing, I do think that when you have other fashion publications like Lucky and Cosmopolitan and Vogue that have been taking things. Marie Claire. Right. And them as well. And their bold braids. And being late as fuck. Like, why would you even do that? Girl, if you didn't have anything to write, you should have just told them, look, I ain't got nothing for you today. We could just talk about, I don't, scrunchies. Like, you could have talked, like... Come on, girl. They knew this was going to boost their web traffic. That's why I think, I mean, Elle ended up deleting the story. Like, I actually clicked on the link eventually, and it wasn't there anymore. So I think they realized how dumb it was. But, girl, to call boots on trend for winter was just stupid. It was just stupid. Like, the whole racial part of it aside, whether you agree with that or not, it was just dumb to say that boots are trending for winter. Like, no, duh, you dummy bitch. It's like if I was to be like, you know, there's going to be so much jerk season sold in Jamaica. (laughs) today so much seasoning and lots of curry duh girl yes yes. so those are my little read s i love those that reminds me of when you used to do furious thoughts on youtube which i love so much i wish you would bring that back because i love that from you all righty so my read this week goes out to the police departments across america no No, i'm not even going to do a lot i swear i'm not no no i know what it's but i'm just so sick of y'all I'm not even going to focus on the story out of Indiana where the video came out. Thank God this teenage boy in the backseat taped the whole incident. 14. 14 years old. Um, And the police pulled these people over for not wearing their seatbelts. And they didn't want to roll down the window. And the police weren't satisfied with the paperwork. So they just burst like just completely crashed the window broke it and then tased the man sitting in the front seat like and those people have already sued the police department in indiana so shout out to y'all those police are some dickhead apparently one of them has already been accused of excessive force twice already yes so you should have been not had a job but again whiteness above all so absolutely i'm not even going to focus on that particular story because even though it's fucked up at least it was on video and they have a very solid case for suing these people i hope they get a whole lot of money and they don't never have to do shit else i hope they ride around without seatbelts forever for the rest of forever (laughs) pull me over bitch like i really hope that that's how this i mean the kids can wear seatbelts but you know what i'm saying like i'm going to urge people at this point and i mean sorry to cut you off but i urge people at this point when you get pulled over just pull your phone out. Just pull it out. I'm going to. And just start Anytime recording. I'm around the police, I'm just going to odd everything they say to me. I'm just going to hold the phone up and record them because I don't trust y'all at all. What I'm going to instead focus on is Wake County, North Carolina, where Deshaun Curry, 
who has lived with his foster family, uh, the Tylers, for a year, um, had a very unfortunate incident. The Tylers are white. Deshaun is black. Um, and he has been with their family for a year, but they just recently moved into a new neighborhood. <clears throat> the problem is that his foster mother, who he calls mom evidently, and she calls him son. Like she said, she treats him just like his other children. Like she views him that way, which is fantastic if it's true. Um, but he walked home from school. She left the side door unlocked for him. So he went inside and a neighbor... Again, they had just moved to this neighborhood. A neighbor saw a black man walk into the house, figured he was a robber, and called the police. This is the same shit that happened to John Crawford, where that white man called the police, saying that that John was being threatening with a weapon or whatever the fuck else, and then they just came and shot him dead. Thankfully, the police did not shoot Deshaun dead in his living room, but they busted in the house and was like, put your hands on the door and, you know, show us your idea, like hollering at him. And he was like, for what? Like you in my house. Like I didn't like, like bitch, how you just going to come in here and tell me what I need to do? Like I'm at home. I just got here. I was going to open up some juicy juice and get started on my algebra homework. I wasn't like, I'm not here for no bullshit. The police insisted that he didn't really live there because it was nothing but like a white family on the mantle and all this. And I'm still thinking like as I'm reading the story, I'm like, but what 18 year old black boy is just would say, right, would just chill in some way. Like, is do you see him stealing? Like, is he does he have a mask on? Does he have a big ass bag? Is he is he carrying shit out to the trunk? No, like this is a boy with a backpack like he just came home from school. So all this shit has happened. And he's saying that, you know he had been in the foster system for however long and he had just started to get into a place with this family where he was starting to feel comfortable and secure and like you know like his life had some stability to it and these people came in out of nowhere and just snatched it all away and that's what the foster father said that you know they had worked so hard with Deshaun to make him feel like he was part of a family and that he belonged somewhere and these people just burst in the door and ruined it all in a matter of seconds Police officers released a statement saying that Deshaun was threatening and belligerent and refused to comply with orders. And that's why my read this week goes out to y'all, because I don't know who the fuck you dummy motherfuckers think you are. But it ain't a goddamn soul in this world who wouldn't be belligerent and resistant if you busted into they goddamn house and told them to put their hands on the door. Who the fuck are you? How you gonna run up in my house and tell me what I should do when I am sitting here like fixing me a bowl of popcorn and getting ready? to watch scandal and then all of a sudden you just bust in my house like I done did something wrong of course he was belligerent of course he was threatening of course he refused to comply with your orders because he didn't do shit and we are fucking tired of always living living under the pretense that we are doing something wrong we are tired of being automatically seen as suspects they didn't bust out that man's window and tase him because he was doing something wrong or because he wasn't complying with orders they did it because they saw a black man and they thought oh shit this shit could pop off so let's go ahead and and get his ass under control before something could happen. They see us and they automatically view us as monsters. They see us as threats. They see us as people who are here to fuck them up. And I have done this so many times on this show over the past few weeks. I don't even have to get into the details of it because you motherfuckers already know. Just know that saying to a black man, oh, well, you were belligerent and you didn't want to comply with our orders and shit. When you busted into his house and demanded that he do something is goddamn stupid. I would love to see what happens to one of you if you sitting at home on the couch with your wife or whatever watching tv talking to your mama on the phone or whatever the fuck else and somebody just busts in your house and tells you to get up and empty your pockets show your id explain what you're doing Matter here. Of fact, if a black cop 
were to break into bust into a white man's house. I tell you right now what would happen. The white man would go get his gun, shoot the officer dead, and not be charged. <laughs> that is exactly what would happen. In that order. Well. So that's my read this week. Wow. A very hearty fuck you to the police in uh, Wake County, South Carolina, and also the police in Indiana, and the police in Ferguson. Don't forget the NYPD and the LAPD. Um, So really, I'm just going to go. Also, the Oklahoma City PD, y'all are on some shit, too. Yes, I know about all the fucked up stories going on in Oklahoma. I don't like to talk about them because that's my home. But yes, have you heard about this officer who was pulling over women and like making them perform sexual favors in order to... I'm just sick of people in power abusing that power and and, and knowing that. that they're fucking with people's lives and not caring like you fucking with people's sense of safety their sense of humanity and you don't give a shit police officers are supposed to be people that we can look to first of all black lives are just important as important as white yellow green indigo all of the lives in this country and others matter. And you as police officers are supposed to be protecting us and making us feel safe. We shouldn't feel like you're monsters. Like at this point, it's right. almost like these are basically a whole bunch of bitches that didn't get none in high school or dropped out or completely fucking stupid or bullied or whatever. And now you got a badge on right. and you feel like you can go out here and terrorize people and get away with it because you will, especially if you're a white one. Exactly. Well, fuck you. Whew. That's how I feel too. So that was the read. It was. Um, very quickly, we should mention before we go that we are rounding out the year with a few more shows. We just announced. Um, obviously, we're going to Dallas yes. tomorrow. We're going to be in Dallas this weekend. We're excited to see you guys. Um, we're going to be in Charlotte in like a week or something. And we're also going to DC, which is completely sold out. Yes. Are Y'all, we doing a giveaway for that or? Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway for okay. DC. Um, they do not, a hundred tickets were sold in two minutes. Jesus. DC. <laughs> Y'all do not fuck around in DC. We love y'all so much. So Excited to come back. There on October 18th, I believe. Um, and we'll be in Toronto on November 15th. Yes. With um, Jake. And New Orleans, <laughs> December 18th, I think. So December 13th for New Orleans. Okay, yes. So you can go on the read um, NOLA. Yeah, NOLA. NOLA. It's N-O-L-A. Don't, don't type in NOLA. NOLA. <laughs> you just going to keep... Is that your New Orleans accent? So you don't know. I was going to say, because it sounds Canadian. Oh, no. Oh. Um... So the N O L A what you say N O L A? No, no, no. You said NOLA, but it's the read NOLA. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, the URL is N-O-L-A. Yeah. The Read N-O-L-A, and you can go to the Read Toronto for tickets for that show as well. So excited to go do these shows. Yes. And, ra- you know, wrap up the year with that. Also, I'm having a Halloween party. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So you can go to Trilloween. That's T-R-I-L-L for the white listeners. <laughs> T-R-I-L-L-O-W-E-N.com. <laughs> That's going to be loads of fun. It's going to be open bar the entire night. Bitch. Uh, I have a really fun costume. Asante and Dustin also said that they got really cool costumes in the works. I don't know what. So Oh, you have no idea. I'm so ready for this. Um, So that's going to be fun. So go there and get your tickets for that as well. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at This Is The Read. And check out com where you can see every episode and show descriptions and find out where we're going to be and links and all that good stuff. Anything else from you? 
No, just that I'm grateful okay. for y'all. Me too. I really appreciate like all of this. It still feels unreal to me that this show has turned into something that we like actually do. Like, like we really do it. Like it's and like, like travel. Yeah, it's just. I think it's just. It's unreal. So I'm very, very grateful and and thankful for all of you who listen. Yes. So until next time, girl, strap those tits in and keep it classy. (laughs) And goodbye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.